Hello, and welcome to the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're so happy you're here. Yes, another week of another spiritual topic. Yes, uh, this one is really one of my favorites. It's something I feel like I talk about this in a yoga class and a lot because it just, I don't know, it comes up. Well, I think it's human nature to want to be attached, I guess, or control. Yeah. So it is like a very... Uh, it's a thing. Okay, so our our, our, our our topic is non-attachment. And we're not getting attached to the fact that... I don't know words. <laughs> of what Brooke was going to say, because we're just letting life be. Yeah, well, okay. I, but is the word ego sto- egocentric? Egocentric, yes. Okay, but like that's not the word I want. Okay. Um, e- okay, so basically, like, when it's, like, super spiritual and out there, mm-hmm. like, we, we... Esocentric. Yes. Okay, so it's, like, esocentric to hear oftentimes, like, non-attachment, non-attachment. Yeah. yeah, practice non-attachment. Yeah, so it's, like, a very good yoga concept, but most of us in real life don't have any idea what the heck that means. Right, right. Like, like how are you practicing non-attachment? I like to bring it in there because you can... Like physic, I can give you like a physical thing. Like, hey, you're feeling. I'm I'm gonna go with this because okay. So you're in a workout class or a yoga class, and you're doing something, and you are sh- you're struggling. Like it's hard. So you're in a pose, you're in a lunge, and it's hard. And I'm your teacher, and I'm just making you stay there. Mm-hmm. And what I'm what I'm doing is you're just in a pose. So the, all that's happening is you're in a physical movement. What you're doing is you are attaching an emotion to it. Right. Like, oh, this you're is hard. You're attaching to either like, this is good, I'm getting strong, or this is terrible, she's mean, I don't like her. So you're getting attached to the feelings that are coming up, but it's not the actual physical thing that's happening. Oh. Does that make sense? Yes, it really does. Yeah, because it's like, oh, this is hard, I can't do this, when in reality you're actually already holding the pose, so you can do it, you, just stay there. Right, just stay there. <laughs> so if you've ever heard me say this, this is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably just cursing me in your head, but really, that's what it. That's what the physical thing is you are doing a physical act. That's all that's happening. Whatever you're thinking is what you're attaching to this physical shape. Yes. Well, I, I love that actually that puts it in a great perspective because I think there's so many times in life that we are going through life and we're not going through the, uh, the flow of things and we're coming up against a lot of resistance or pain or trauma And it is because we are attached to outcomes. We're attached to Mm -hmm. feelings. We're attached to our idea of how things should be. Right. Yeah, like we, you're anything throughout your day, right? So you can think about, you wake up and you're like, okay, today is going to be a good day. Well, now you are attached to today is going to be a good day. So anything that doesn't happen in a way that what you constitute as a good day, if you're attached to like, okay, it's a good day if... Right. Mm -hmm. So which is what we do. It's a good day if I come downstairs and my husband's made coffee for me. So I come downstairs. My husband hasn't made coffee for me. Well, now I'm like, it's not a good day. I was attached to this feeling and I'm attached to this coffee being made for me. But really, maybe he's not making me the coffee because I need to learn to nurture him in the morning. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe I'm learning something. So instead of it being a a a bad thing. It's teaching me something so it is a good day because my soul's growing. Yeah, absolutely. But you wouldn't get there unless you were experiencing Mm non-attachment. And so often we do that. So I was telling Kristen, I have a lot of clients, like once you teach them to pray to their spirit guides or pray to their angels, right? all of a sudden they're like, okay, so I asked my guides for a sign that I should do this. Like let's say a sign that I should take this job. 
Okay. So I pray and I'm like telling my guides like, okay, please send me um, a starfish if I'm supposed to take this job. Okay. Then I see a starfish and then I take the job. And then now me, Brooke, I'm getting a phone call from this person like, hey, my guides told me, you know, they sent me a starfish. They said this was the right path. I took this job. Now I'm unhappy and I hate it. Well, your guides didn't say you're going to take the job and love it, but they said this is the right path for you to take the job. You take the job and there's a lesson there for you. Maybe it's not an enjoyable lesson, but you wouldn't get the lesson unless Unless you had this. took the job. Yes. And you had this catalyst that made you not like it. So you take this job and you realize working for a corporation is not for you and you need to start your own business. Maybe your guides are trying to get you to see that. But if you're attached to the fact that my guide said to take the job and now I don't like it. So I must have read the sign wrong. Yeah. Like, or my guides don't love me or I'm not leaning on my right. guides anymore. That didn't end how I wanted it right. to. So then now it's like you resent and rebuke your guides. Well, it's, that's not what it's for. You Like maybe that is the exact right path to now get you to the next step of life if you're not attached to an outcome. Right. Yeah. So really <clears throat> we, we get attached to these I mean, it's so easy to get attached to these things. And most of the time, what you're attached to is a positive outcome. Right. Like you're attached to something turning out in the way that you want it to. And especially if you're asking for your guides for guidance, you're like, okay, I'm asking them for guidance. So they're going to bring me to the easiest thing. But that's not always. It's not always what your soul needs. Yeah. It's sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It's just not. Well, and it stinks. it's true, like with manifesting too. like oftentimes with manifesting, you might mm-hmm. set your intention for how you want to feel <laughs> and like what you want to experience. But if you're too attached to like, let's say I'm trying to manifest a house and I really want this one house on this one street and I want it to look like this, this and this, and it's the house. And I'm praying about it, praying about it. And I'm manifesting and, you know, setting my goals towards that and getting all my stuff in, in the path. But if I'm attracted, uh, okay, attached, Brooke, you can talk. If I am attached to that one house, the universe might be like, no, no, no. I know you think you like that house, but, but I have something, something bigger, better, <laughs> uh, like more in alignment with your growth. And so you have to know that what you're manifesting, you're manifesting a feeling, but don't get attached to that exact house, that exact job. Right. That exact person. You see this in love a lot. Somebody will date somebody. Maybe that person doesn't like you the same way, but they're like, no, I'm manifesting John as my partner. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Why don't you manifest the qualities or how John made you feel that you want to feel? And now they're going to bring you Brian and it's going to be a much better love than you could have even Even, fathomed. Yes. And I mean, that, that is the whole point of non-attachment is so that you can open yourself up to different experiences. Like if you are so set and stuck on certain things, you can't get the good. It's true. Or it, like it might not allow you to value, like, I think if we get attached to always growing or always moving, yeah. we don't appreciate or value what we have now. Right now. Yeah. I feel like I have like a re- like a lesson in that. In 2020, I, well, just in general, my business from 2018 to 2020, there was just massive, very fast growth. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's when I was establishing myself. That's when I was getting like clients that were right. Like, I don't know. I was just really on like this was, climb. Yeah. And I was doing a lot at once. I think that's when we connected and Mm -hmm. we're like starting to teach more group stuff. And I wanted this specific building. So I was going to rent my own residential building. Mm -hmm. Um, And right before the 2020 shutdowns. And I thought this was what I really wanted. Like I was very much attached to this idea. I needed it. I was praying about it. I was manifesting it. 2020 happened the day that I was supposed to sign the paperwork for the building for a three-year lease, Grayson school got shut down. So I canceled and then the world got shut down. Right. 
at the time I was like, what's going on? Like, why am I being blocked from this manifestation? And I was attached to getting that thing, getting it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get it. And it's funny because here we are now in 2022. I'm still in the same building that I was in, in 2018, but I see for a reason, like my business has grown in other ways. I wanted to do retreats. I wanted to do more virtual stuff. And it led me to know that that's what I wanted. I feel like if I was locked into this physical space where I was solely responsible for the whole rent, it would have been totally different. And you would have been not able to focus on those things at all because you would have been worried about making rent and yes. making sure you had people in there. And there was just more stress. Like, and I wouldn't be able to grow in this way, but I think I was so worried about external growth that people could see, see. Yep. that Ooh, I, yeah. it was a big lesson in, for me to a step back and be grateful for what I have step back and ask myself what I actually want, not what people want for me mm-hmm. and to feel in to where I'm going. And I feel like I've learned a great lesson from that now because now I do say no to things that drain me and I do say yes to the things that fill me up, but I don't think I would have gotten there had I not gotten the building I wanted. Yeah. I love that. So, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's great, a, a that's real a, life example of non-attachment. Of non-attachment. Of, or, a, and even you can look at it as attachment and how once you let go of it, you That's can what see it. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's hard too, because I, I have a lot of people who knew when I was looking for a building that like, are like, oh, are you still working from where you're working? Are you still doing what you're doing? Right. And like, almost like, oh, you didn't do what you said. And it's like, I know that that might be your story, but I, I'm okay. Like, right. I've had more expansion, not moving. Yeah. So. Well, and I think that's like part of this non-attachment thing is also being aware of when you're doing things for others, mm-hmm. right? Like when you're attached to an outcome because of how it's going to look, you're attached to an outcome because you're comparing yourself with someone else. When you're attached to an outcome because there's this, you know, maybe deep seated need that you feel like you need to be seen in a bigger way, but is that what you actually need? So when you let go of that attachment of what everybody else is seeing and you can just be in what you, where you are right now and what you're feeling and what feels good, you're able to, you're able to like actually feel grounded. You're able, there's so much that comes from that. So <laughs> much like the, the talk of being present. Cause that's like right. something else that everyone's like, be present, be present, be present. The way to actually be present is to, is practicing non-attachment because when you're present, you're not worried about the future or the past. Right. right. So if you're attached, if you're, practicing non-attachment, you're not worrying about, okay, tomorrow I'm doing this and how is that going to feel? And how is that going to look yesterday? I did this. How does this person think from that conversation? If you just let things be, and that's how you're present because you're not worried about the conversation you had with someone. It already happened, right? They feel however they feel. You can't change it. And you're not worried about tomorrow because you can't predict the future and you never know if it's going to go exactly the way you're picturing in your mind. It's yes. That's yeah. like, it is, it brings you back to the present. That's, I love that. That's perfect. That's what non-attachment is for. Yeah. So that you can be in the moment. You know, we, you, I posted something yesterday and I had a couple people comment on it and it was just basically like when you're old, I can't remember exactly what I said, but when you're old and you're on your deathbed, you're never thinking about, um, different things that you didn't accomplish. You're thinking, I wish I was more in the moment. Right. I wish I enjoyed what I had. Right then. I wish, you know, I was connected with my loved ones, mm-hmm. not, I wish I worked more. Yeah. And this is how you do it is you're not attached to outcomes and you just are right here right now. Yeah. Or like you can set an intention, but if yeah. it veers off of that intention, you're okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's important to note. Like it's not, 
It's not about not manifesting, not thinking about how you want to feel, not practicing gratitude for things that happened in the past. It's more just, you know, that there's things might change and you're going to be okay. Right. You can move through the the rocky parts of life a little better. And as they change, something good is coming from that. If you make that your mantra of like, as things shift and they're not what you want, something good is coming from this, you will see that it does, it always does. It does. It does. It pivots. So yeah, just don't get caught up on like what you're missing or what you lost. Yeah. Yeah. It's lack. That's very lackful thinking. It is. Lackful, it is. is that a word? Lackful. I, I don't know, but it's I like It's very the full way of lack thinking. <laughs> I like the way it sounds. <laughs> lackful. But it, yeah, it's even, I mean, I guess we see this like Devin and I are going through the home buying process and I tend to be more impulsive and it's like I can fall in love with a house and picture myself living there every other day (laughs) (laughs) depending on what house is there. Right. But I think I'm just good at visualization in general. Right. But it's like, okay, the one I'm supposed to have will come. Will come. So I can't get attached to like each time, oh, somebody put an offer in that one, you know. I thought that one was mine and now it's not. It's like, yeah, so it will come. And I think most of us can look at where are we too attached to something and where is this causing me suffering? Because I'm too attached to how this was supposed to turn out or how it was my idea of how it was supposed to be. And now it's not. Oh, sorry. Identity. Like a lot of us get attached to like, oh, okay. I'm supposed to be like, I'm really smart. I'm really wise. And I've been called that my whole life. And so I have to be successful as an adult. But then it's like, as soon as like, maybe you get fired from a job that you shouldn't have been at anyway. Yeah. Then you go into that. I'm not enough. I'm the worst. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, no, like if you're not attached and it's okay, you can still be smart and lose a job. Yeah. Like that happened. All right. What's next? Or like maybe you thought that you would be the person that married your soulmate the first time and got it right the first time, but then your first marriage fails. Right. Well, practice non-attachment of like, okay, this is scary. This is new. I'm now navigating through a divorce, but I don't need to feel shame that it didn't end in the way that I thought it would have. Right. I do think shame and guilt can come from being too attached. Absolutely. To how you should be. <laughs> how you should be or how others are going to view you. You know, yeah. are they going to view you as a failure because your marriage failed or like as a cheater or a bad husband or wife when yeah. they're not living it with you? And I, I know for me personally, like I will, if I find myself going into like a guilt or a shame spiral, I'll, I will literally just be like, who am I worried about this for? Oh, that's a good question. Because it's never me. <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty okay with myself, but if I'm feeling guilt or shame, it's because I'm putting myself in someone else's, which I can't even know for sure what someone else is going to think, but I'm putting myself in someone else's thoughts and thinking this is how they're going to see me now. Right. And well, and if somebody does, let's say you do royally fail at something and you're attached to it being successful and somebody comments on it and says, I'm really disappointed that you failed that. Yeah. You can say, I thank you for your concern. <laughs> I'm learning from it and I'm moving forward. Like yeah. those failures are, are put there so that you can learn, shift and listen to yourself. Oftentimes we fail because we're not listening to our intuition anyway. Mm-hmm. We're doing things that other people want for us. And we think, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Let's, let's do it because some, so-and-so told me I would be good at it. Right. So let's do it. Well, especially people pleasers. Of course you want to do what people say you're good yeah. at. Cause yeah, you feel like you're accomplishing something for them, but it helps other people learn to not be attached to. <laughs> yeah. If you take away their idea of you and what you should be. Yeah. And just be you. Well, I think that's big for us too. I think oftentimes people expect spiritual people mm-hmm. 
to not have an emotional reaction, to not dwell, (laughs) to not, you know, to rise above human emotion. And it's like, well, no, let go of your attachment to the idea of how people should be because they have this label or title that you perceive in their head. Because no, and I've done that too. I have this idea of people like, oh, I think that person's so smart. But then when it comes to emotional intelligence, maybe it takes them a long time to get something. Right. And I could feel myself starting to get disappointed with them. And then it's like, wait, no. <laughs> that's not that's not the purpose. Just because I perceive them as smart doesn't mean that they're going to understand exactly what I'm teaching them if this is brand new for them. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Oftentimes as a teacher or as a mentor, you have to release your attachment to your student's outcome. Yeah. Ooh, that that is really big. It's It can be challenging, but... Um, yeah. It's... <laughs> You were like, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it it makes life so much more enjoyable if yeah. you're able to just step back and say like, okay, I'm going to teach you this. You have a second. Take with it what you will and well, I'll think, teach it again yes. if I have to. Well, like that's where like the concept of like planting seeds. Well, plant right. seeds. If it doesn't all grow and sprout today, that's okay. Yeah. But at least I know that I've started to plant them and you're on your journey. You can take those seeds, water them yeah. and do with them what with do with them what you will. Yes, exactly. So, so yeah. how can you let go of attachments in your life? Yeah, and maybe even thinking about what are you very attached to right now in this moment? Because it will change and shift. But write a list and think, okay, what are the five things that I'm most attached to? Is it you know my job, my identity? Is it the way that people think of me? Is it my future? And then yeah. how can you shift out of that? Well, first ask yourself, how, how is holding on to this attachment <laughs> yeah. either causing suffering mm-hmm. or impacting my growth? Like if I'm attached to being everybody's healer, but I say I want more time off, well then <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going to allow myself to get what I want because I'm attached to being everybody's everything. Right. So, so you're never going to give yourself time yeah. because you're working. So oftentimes your attachments are the things that are blocking your manifestations. Mm-hmm. So explore them. That was great. Thank you. Good job. (laughs) Took us to the end of the podcast and I got somewhere. I got got there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, yeah. Enjoy this, guys. Yeah. And practice some non-attachment. Woo. Bye. We're not attached to seeing you at the next one. Just kidding. (laughs) Listen or don't listen. It's your life. We're just here. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends, and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancechaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.